Okay, so you have a small business that you need to market, but you're not a marketer. So now what? Where do you start and what are you even supposed to do? Well, meet Engie. Engie is marketing software that simplifies marketing for small business owners. You can plan, organize, and get your marketing out the door and in front of your next customers fast. The best news? Engie is turning one on May 8th, so you can make marketing way more manageable for yourself for only $19 a month for your first year with the code BDAY. But don't wait. This offer ends on May 31st. Samantha Welker and I'm super excited because today is my very first ever guest and it is one of my favorite people in the world, Taryn Sutherland. Gross, do you go by the full name? Um, yes, I will accept either. <laughs> um, of Twinkle and Toast, who is one of my favorite artists and also hopefully one of my future in-laws. Um, totally. Because I really want our, our kids to get married. It's happening, whether they want to or not. <laughs> But I'm really excited you're here. Thank you for having me. Um, so let's just kick it off, Taryn. And you can give everybody who doesn't know you just kind of an intro on your background and your business and what it is that you do. Yeah, of course. I um, am a custom invitation designer and do calligraphy. So everything I do, a lot of it is by hand. Um, so that's how I get to live my life as an artist in the wedding industry and I'm based in San Diego, right near you, and I'm so fortunate we've gotten to know each other better over the past year because our kids go to school together, yeah. where they've fallen in love. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm mostly predominantly working in the wedding industry, which kind of spills over to other creative avenues. Yeah, I think I found you, I think we became internet friends first, yeah. right? Before As real all true friends. friendships do. Like the modern romance of 2019. But yes. I think like we followed each other on Instagram for a while and then eventually our paths crossed in real life and now we see each other at least yes. twice a week. Like I very rarely <laughs> see a lot of my friends in real life and we get to see That's each true. other throughout the week. It's great. The trick is to just send your kids to the Make same Make your kids go to the same and school. And then you can, you know, bond over school pickup. Have a kid at the same time with somebody that you want to be friends with <laughs> that's our advice I actually did that yes <laughs> great so it worked out really well it's awesome um so with twinkle and toast how long have you been doing it i've had my business for six years i'm doing it completely full-time working from home for five years what were you doing before you i was yeah i was working in an office job um i majored in art history and then i after that didn't know what i was going to do with it i was hoping to do something creative and then of course i didn't and took a job and took another job and then all of a sudden i was working in an it department and i was Ooh. learning how to write sql coding what <laughs> yeah I bet you didn't even I know that about me. Clear. Yes, because I really like Excel. I really like Excel formulas. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, all of a sudden I woke up and I realized this is not what I want to be doing and this isn't the path that I thought I'd be on and I got to kind of take control and change it. So I started Twinkle and Toast just kind of as a hobby passion project, hoping it would develop into more. Um, and then eventually this 
full-time side hustle became my full-time job. That's and awesome. And it's been awesome, yeah. And are you kind of, are you self-taught? Yes, yes. I mean, I do have a background in art, so I do understand design, but as far as hand lettering goes, I am self-taught calligrapher. Um, I didn't know it would could be something that people would pay you for, yeah. which is really cool. Well, I feel like you too kind of, like, you're a little bit of a trailblazer with it because you kind of have, not, I don't want to say a monopoly, but, like, you're kind of the go-to girl for all things calligraphy and, like, lettering I don't even know the thank proper you terms. yeah there when there weren't a lot of people I think I got in it with good timing there yeah. weren't a lot of people doing it which really helped me it's kind of like a combination of of hard work and luck I don't think yeah. I would have been able to build a business with both totally. I definitely needed both well you have a lot of tenacity it <laughs> doesn't surprise me thank you but social media played a pretty big part in that right yes that was still like new in 2013 2014 yeah. like that doesn't that doesn't seem like it was that long ago but a lot has changed since then and that definitely helped yeah in feeling my business too I always think about like how many jobs maybe wouldn't exist if social media didn't exist like hello my entire yes. job would not exist it's incredible <laughs> like hate on it all you want and we all have our days when we do but it's opened up so many doors and even like to touch on what we said before just friendships like I yeah. a lot of my friends totally. I have I don't think I'd have if it weren't for yes. Instagram and that's pretty amazing I was thinking about that the other day too about like all the people that I wouldn't know if it weren't for like this little Instagram community I know. and it's crazy but it's it's awesome and it's something we really need working from home yes for sure um and when you know you and I, you and I have jobs that we can't easily explain sometimes yeah. <laughs> and nobody gets us not even like our closest friends sometimes don't my yeah, parents well, we don't know what I do. Like, we went to college for what? <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. writing a blog? <laughs> yeah, no, my parents have, ze- like, whenever they try to explain it to anybody, they're like, I think it's a website. Um, <laughs> she does, like, the finance and the, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, especially enough, yours guys. isn't, like, this tangible product. Right. It doesn't make sense, like, people pay me to do this and then I give them this. Like, yes. it's, you don't really have that. So, but it's a job that keeps you super busy, it pays your bills, so it's a real job, but a lot of people don't get it, so it can get super lonely, like, dealing with that, and not having your Instagram internet friends to, like, check your sanity sometimes, (laughs) it's so important (laughs) to have that. Um, So you work from home, and I work from home, so we kind of both understand, like, the benefits of it, and then also, like, the negative side of it, which is what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the dirty, ugly side of working from home. Yeah, because I, I think people are like, oh, you work from home, you're so lucky, and yeah. oh, you just get to, like, watch TV all day, or right. um, just go out to, you know, get your nails done in the middle of the day, or anything like that, and yeah, there's some of that, but we still have a lot of work to do, and so yeah. if you're sacrificing, like, a Tuesday at noon, like, you're making that time up. Totally. Um, and People just think it looks a certain way, and, it, and in fact, it's it's not as great sometimes as you think it would be. Yeah. I um, I have, like, a weird schedule. I, because Stephen's off on Mondays, my husband, and then Rocky goes to school Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So I get, like, the four hours in the morning, and then I have Rocky the rest of the day. And then Friday, I have my mom, who watches Rocky. So it's, like... You kind of just have to fit in pieces of work where you can, you know, because you're working a full-time, like, technically 40 hours a week job. Do you, do you try to keep your schedule Monday through Friday as much as possible? Yeah, I do. I Especially, like, having that set kind of 
I don't want to say babysitting because Steven's mm. his dad, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's my day off, yeah. like, from Rocky time. Mm-hmm. It's my work day. Um, but so what is yours? Like, when are you working at from So home? I try as much as possible to keep my um, schedule Monday through Friday just so that gives me time to be with my family. My husband works Monday through Friday in an office, like... You know, he gets home at 6. Um, I am not a night person at all. I'm up at 5 a.m. most days, 6 a.m., maybe 6.30 on the weekends, like if I'm getting crazy. (laughs) So I am just not productive at night. I just know that about myself. So I'll work at night if I really have to during a busy season, but I know I'm most productive between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. But the thing is, Avery goes to school at 9 a.m. Right. So I feel like I miss out on my most productive hours of the day so you, doing you take mom her to stuff. School? I do. Yeah, I take okay. her to school. I always see Steven. Yes, yeah, see Steven. I don't see you. Rocky. That's why I'm like, no, I need. I can't do the drive. I, I gotta work. Yeah, and then um, Justin, my husband, will leave for work um, at like 6:30 a.m. and he's the same oh as gosh. me. We're both up super early, and he feels, you know, productive and ready to go. So he goes he leaves he goes out the door and I I feel jealous and sometimes like a little resentful like ah like this is that coveted those coveted golden hours for both of us and you get to just go but I have to wait to take my daughter to school um so I don't which is which is which is fine but I try to fit in some stuff when I can and I try to do a lot of stuff in the morning and then with that said my husband has Saturday and Sunday off so I usually try to set those boundaries and keep weekend to family time Mm -hmm. but in the summer months when I'm especially busy with work, I do take advantage of when he's home and try to catch up on work on Saturdays. So so he doesn't work in the summer? Oh, he does. He's oh. just not on the weekends. He, oh, he definitely works. <laughs> 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 um, so if he's home on a Saturday, he can take Avery to the zoo. Um, and then I can kind of stay home in my office and get caught up. So Avery's in school usually Monday through Thursday through the afternoon and then some days she'll go to my mom's after school and then Fridays I generally try to have off I call that my quote mom days nice. <laughs> those are the days I catch up on grocery shopping laundry just quality time with Avery I don't always get those days in the summer I usually maybe have like a babysitter come in on Fridays so I can catch up on work but I love having that day to know like this is when I can spend quality time with my daughter this is when we can go and do these things together and I try to use that as a benefit since I am able to make my own schedule I like being able to have that scheduled time off with her it doesn't always happen but trying to like have that set up has been super great for both of us you mentioned that you would go and work in your office you have a set up home office I do so I do work completely from home and I just have a room in our home that is my office. So um, Avery knows it's my office. She's not allowed in there. She's very respectful of that. That's good. She goes, mommy has to go to work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we are working this summer to actually, it's just side note, I'm building a she shed office. So that's gonna be built in the backyard. It's gonna be a standalone office. So my commute is about to get a little more rough. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna get out of the house. Yeah, I have to walk all the way the 10 feet to my office in the backyard, so. That's going to be an exciting project side note. <laughs> That's so funny. So what are some of your favorite things working from home? Well, like, what would you say your biggest pros are? Definitely the flexibility. And I, I just, just, you know, being able to have, if I do need to do a hair appointment on Tuesday at 1 o'clock, like, I can take those spots instead of, like, right. those weekend spots. So I do that. Um, I like, like I said, those Fridays that I have off with my daughter. I love having that. Um, and just knowing 
that I can set the hours that I want to. I mean, I have some pretty harsh, serious deadlines with my work with yeah. weddings. Like, wedding deadlines Wait, are non-negotiable. <laughs> yeah. If you get it there the day after the wedding, that's usually frowned upon. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'd say just, like, the general, like, flexibility you have. But with that, I think also there's, like, the other side of the coin of... So if my daughter's sick and she needs to stay home from school unexpectedly, I'm the one that yes. stays home because my husband would have to use up sick time, right. which I don't have. And I'm glad I'm I'm glad our family has that that one of the parents can stay home and but at the same time my work then gets shelved and my deadlines get a little bit more stressful. So yeah. It's great that, like, we have a parent that can do that and that I can step up and do that, but then I still have a job. And I think some people look at you being like, oh, you work from home. You can just do whatever whenever. Yeah, oh, oh, I hate that. You can work. (laughs) Why do you pay for childcare if you work from home? It's like, yeah, because I want to actually get this stuff done. (laughs) Yeah, bring your three year old to your office and let me know how that works for you. So sometimes I feel like people don't take your job or your work yes. as seriously because like you can a work from home in your percent. jammies and you also you like what you do like yeah. you do something creative so like it's not work I hate the phrase like if you do what you love you'll never work a day in your life yeah, that's so stupid it could not be more You're opposite work I work harder. every waking hour of the day <laughs> like I don't get to just leave my work at the yes. office and been to be done it's always it's always literally surrounding me it's in my home it's yeah. on my brain I'm the only one that works for my business right. so I'm literally always working yeah well and you have like the the marketing aspect of it too like with social media that's a whole other part of the job mm-hmm. in itself and like I know because so Steven's a barber and so he goes to work at 11 he is done at 7 he doesn't bring the hair home he with doesn't him. have to bring the haircuts <laughs> home he is done working and so and he's always had that kind of job so it's really hard for him to grasp the concept of like why are you opening your laptop at nine o'clock at night? Yeah. Like, why are you doing that? And I'm like, well, A, because I have to, and B, because like, that's just kind of how this job is. There's stuff that you have to do during not normal hours when you're attached to a computer or, you know, you're running your own business. Like, it's just not the normal nine to five. Well, that, then that kind of goes back to talking about having these weird nuanced jobs that like, the people closest to us, not even our husbands, understand. Uh, totally. And you feel like you go crazy because you you just, no one understands exactly. I'm in this crazy time of year where about 50% of my sales have deadlines within about a four-week period, and oh, I'm God. in that right now. And so I have to, like, say that in a way to my friends because I don't want to be like, I'm busy, I'm busy. It's like, I hate when people talk about being busy, but I'm yeah. like, this is the, f- I hate that. But yeah. it's also the same time, like July and August are like, just like a war zone for me, it feels yeah. like. And nobody gets it unless you work in the wedding industry, specifically the stationary industry, because I'm doing all day of stationary right now for summer weddings, like for mm-hmm. July and August weddings. But then we're also doing invitations right now for fall weddings and fall weddings are more popular actually than summer weddings so it's all happy yeah it's that's been like a newer trend people think they're getting married in like a non-popular time of year and everyone started everybody's moving yeah and the weather's really nice in the fall especially in southern california so everything's just all happening at once and so it's like my stationary friends get that but maybe the people closest to me they're like but but it's summer like come over and go swimming like right let's go to the beach like we're all off i'm like I don't even know what it looks like outside. <laughs> yes. Can you report back? 
<laughs> well, so I know for me, that's one of the cons of working from home. And I, funny enough, I was talking to your mom about this the other day. <laughs> yes, when my mom was picking my kid up because yeah. I have been buried in my cave. <laughs> um, and we were talking about how, like, one of the the things I struggle with working from home is, and I know, too, one of my pros is, you know, because I have a couple different chronic illnesses that I deal with, like, on a daily so going into an office every day is, like, just not feasible for me. Mm-hmm. I tried it after I had Rocky, and I was like, no, this isn't going to work. Um, but so I very easily, if I don't have to go pick up Rocky from school or something, can just get stuck in the house and be like, holy shit, I haven't left the house in three days. Yes. So you almost feel like a shut-in sometimes because you're just, like, your head is down, you're working, you're getting your shit done, and then you're like, oh, cool, it's it's Thursday. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So this, this kind of something comes to mind. Tell me if you do this. So I work from home by myself. I'm introverted, but I'm very outgoing. That's how I call myself. Like I love being around people, but I feel like it's like doing drugs or alcohol where I get totally like hungover and depleted from it, but I want it. That's like the classic introvert definition. You need that reset. Yeah. Yeah. But I I want it. Like I, I like being social and talking to people, but I get so depleted, but I still want, I still crave that. And so when I'm home all day by myself, like I get pretty lonely and I get really stir crazy, like you said, mm-hmm. not leaving the house, not just being able to like talk to a coworker about, hey, did you watch The Bachelor last night? Like the right. water cooler talk that I freaking hated while I was there. <laughs> and now I'm like, I miss it. Like yeah. I want to talk about the last episode of Big Little Lies and nobody, nobody's around. Um, but so then when my, my husband's job, he manages a group of 10 people that are coming at him all day. Like he's on the phone all day. Yep. Like I can barely get in a, a call to him while he's at work. And I'm sure Steven is talking to his clients all day, yes. all that small talk. So then when Justin comes home, all he wants to do is sit on the couch, talk to nobody, yep. and then I pounce on him. Blah, 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 same. Blah, blah. Exactly the same. <laughs> it took us a long time in our relationship to realize, like, oh, we have different needs at the end of the day. And yes. if the other one is being needy or not needy or whatever, like, it's not personal. Like, right. he needs to decompress, and I need to talk to a human either yes. I talk to nobody or I talk to a toddler exactly my daughter's getting more more talkative now but when she was a baby <laughs> like she it was all it was hard like I I wasn't around any adults um so that's definitely a challenge of if with one partner working from home and the other one totally not who's somebody that comes home and feels depleted and then I feel like mm-hmm. I need to feel fulfilled by a human yes. please help I me need to talk to an adult please yes. like Yeah, I have the exact same thing. We're all just, like, start talking at Steven about things that he could give two shits about, you know? But I'm like, I I gotta tell someone, and I can't just keep talking to Rocky. (laughs) Yes. Oh, gosh. He, uh, he... He's a, he's a saint, the stuff that he puts up with this stuff. I know, Steven, too. He's just like, I'm just gonna sit here and listen, but I... And don't have any input. Yeah. That's fine. I just need to get it out. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, well, I... Yeah, it's... You need somebody to vent to, but, yeah, that's... That's just, like, that feeling of... Of loneliness that you get and that yeah. nobody understands what you're going through. Yes. And it's and it's really hard. And then you explain it all to your, your partner who has gotten to know your business well enough, but then the day they still, it's not the, it's not theirs to understand. Right. And that it can be hard. So that's caused me to, I'm glad I have him and he'll listen to me, but I definitely have had to look elsewhere to find support that I need yeah um and I don't always find that in my town and I'm guessing you don't either there's not a lot of people that are doing what exactly what you're doing yeah it's it's interesting because like my best friend has a full nine to five job right and her days off are Friday and Saturday and it's like I never 
ever see her. <laughs> and it sucks. But I have, I do feel like I've made a, a good group of friends like you and, you know, other girls kind of like in our circle of people who do work from home. And so we can see each other, you know, kind of on those weird hours or like, hey, I need you to come be in this photo shoot on mm-hmm. Tuesday at 10 a.m. Can mm-hmm. you come do that? And it's like, you can. Yeah. So I think it's... And it takes a while to get there. Totally. I didn't... It took me like four years. Yeah. And I'm it, just starting to get there, I feel like. Yeah. And finding people that are doing what you're doing. And um, I think it's super important to try to like build that community. And whether it's people that are understand working from home in a creative business like you and me, or somebody that works in the same industry as yeah. you, or, you know, as specific as you can get. You and I definitely do different things, but we are a lot of time up against the same obstacles. Yeah, and we understand each other's industry. Yes. You know, so it's like we both, we get it. Um, And I don't know about you, but like, I am never not working mm-hmm. as one of the things from working from home. And you do like physical work. Mm-hmm. You have to make a product. Mm-hmm. So do you ever feel like that, that you're ever just like not putting the pen down? Yeah. So I do have a separate room, which helps to physically set a boundary. When mm-hmm. we used to live in a smaller condo, it it was... and. We had Avery in her room, and so all of my, which used to be my office, and then we had to move everything out into basically the dining room table, yeah. and it was, there was no, it was so blurry of where my self began and my work ended type of a thing. So having that actual physical door that yeah. I can shut and say work is done, that's good to have, but at the same time, there's still the emails that come to my phone, there's still the problem shooting, there's, right. you know, there's all this stuff that I'm still thinking about because I did have that flexibility of, oh, I'm going to take Tuesday from 10 to 12 off for a personal matter. I still have to, those hours get scattered in different yeah, you gotta make pockets of my somewhere. brain or yeah, yeah they, they end up being different things. Or if an emergency comes up, like fires you have to put out, no one else is going to do it except for me. There's nobody right. else that's going to step up except for me. There's, there's no, I can't call out sick and have somebody yeah. sub for me. I just don't get that luxury. And that's definitely a really challenging part. Like if I'm going through, if I'm sick, if my kid is sick, if I'm traveling, it's, it all falls on me and it, it gets hard knowing I'm the only, I'm the only one making these decisions, these difficult yeah. decisions. If I have to be tough on a client, if I found a, a, you know, a really big investment for my business. Should I take it? Do I spend those thousands of dollars? You know, I want somebody to tell me, yes, do it. Because we're making that decision (laughs) together. It's all on me. And that can get really stressful feeling like there's nobody else to make these decisions with. Yeah. It's hard. Where before it was like your your boss was just like, this is what we're doing. And that's what we're doing. And we just do it, you know, great. And we can all kind of do it together. And there was certain, but when you have to, you're the boss and the worker. I'm all the things. <laughs> I'm the, the janitor. Things. I'm the CEO. <laughs> I am I am all of the things. And that is, I'd say, something else that can get really daunting with working from home. Yeah, like, it's really overwhelming sometimes. Um, I know that I, I don't get overwhelmed easily, I don't think. Um, we have a really big deadline coming up this week. And I've just, like, told Stephen, I'm like, you cannot get mad at me if I am working 24 seven, like, because this is the deadline that we have to hit. It's very important. And 
I, I put that out there to him so he, I'm not getting kind of that added stress back from him of feeling like Basically, here's resentful. a hall pass for me to be a bitch. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I know... Until it's going to happen. Please accept my apology in advance. Exactly, yes. I'm in that week as well. Yeah. And so, like, I know for me when I'm overwhelmed, it comes out as kind of bitchiness and, like, curtness. Uh-huh. And I just... I have to give him a fair warning. Yeah. I'm like, Just remember, I love you. Don't don't blame don't me for the things that I said while I was stressed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, that feeling of being overwhelmed is really, that's another kind of thing when you work from home by yourself. It's like, well, who do you bounce that off of? Do you just, like... You don't have anybody that you can unload something off your It just plate. goes into a void. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I. that's one of the biggest cons for me is like, okay, well, there's nobody I can really give this to so I can feel less overwhelmed. So instead, I'm just going to be really stressed out for a minute. Yes. And like, hopefully not let it snowball into ruining my entire day. Yes. Yeah, this, this too shall pass. It's probably the best parenting advice I got. And then also something you can apply to your business when you're feeling <laughs> Just overwhelmed. Or to life. <laughs> any part of life. This too shall pass. Yeah. Um, so one of the biggest issues that I know people deal with when they're working from home is kind of that that self-doubt and that imposter syndrome that can pop up when you're the only one in the room by yourself in charge of every little aspect is that something that you deal with? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. When you ha- when it gets down to making the tough calls, the tough decisions, um, even good decisions. Am I making the right decision? Yeah. Am, I, am, I sp- am I spending too much on this? Whatever, There's no one to blame it, it on if it's Nobody the wrong decision. That's, that's so true. There's no one to blame it on but yourself. Yeah. And that can be really hard. I've definitely made mistakes. Um, I've sent wrong jobs to print. I've gotten things, you know, messed up. And then I'm the one that has to pay for that. I'm the one that has to go to the client and say something bad happened. I have to say, I have to (laughs) shell out more money from my bank account. And that sucks. I've definitely had real tears over things like that. Oh, I'm sure. And it it makes you just want to throw your hands in the air and be like, this is too much, too much responsibility, too much at stake, too much risk. I need to just go back and work for the man. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I've had that too. I mean, for me, like with Glitter Guide, you know, it's such a big kind of, not entity is not the right word, but there's a large audience following Glitter Guide. Glitter Guide's been around for eight years, even though I'm only about three years into it. Um, But, you know, I feel like there's almost this expectation of like what these, I don't want to say blogger because I'm not a blogger, but I worked for what people consider a big blog and I'm like if only you knew because it kind of cracks me up when people like I'll respond to a dm on instagram and they're like oh my god I can't believe glitter guide responded to me and I'm like I'm sitting here in my pajamas on my bed like I, there's nothing special happening like I feel like a kind of a fraud a little bit because they think that glitter guide is this perfectly put together show totally you know what I mean and I am a shit show most of the time <laughs> totally yeah like what do I know Why, how, how am I here yeah yeah um and I for me one of the biggest imposter syndrome things that I deal with and I don't know if you deal with this too now that I know about your background is like this isn't what I went to school for like I went to school for a big grown-up finance job but instead I'm working in the creative industry and so and I think most of that comes from like my own insecurities of being like, am I doing the right thing here? Definitely. Like, well, you asked me earlier, are you self-taught? I get that question a lot and I say yes, but then I feel like 
I should have some calligraphy credentials to show, <laughs> even though they don't exist. Right. I I feel like, yeah, but I know what I'm doing, and I feel like I need to yeah. back that up with more. See, and I'm like, my issue is I'm like, yeah, I work for a blog, but I have my master's degree sure. in finance, okay? Sure. So I'm actually really smart, so pay attention to me. <laughs> sure, totally. <laughs> Which is so crazy because we love our jobs, and we shouldn't have to explain ourselves, but I think part of that is the working from home thing. Like just last night we had dinner with Steven's family and they're very old school. I know they're not going to listen to this. Honestly, they probably don't even know what a podcast is, but like his aunt who uh, told me that when I was breastfeeding, I should drink milk to make milk oh. and ordered me a glass of milk at a restaurant. Um, Great. If that tells you anything. But, well, that's where milk comes from. <laughs> it's from right. other milk. Other milk. <laughs> um, but she asked me last night, she's like, are you still working on your little website? Oh, Sweet. On my little website? Yes, thank you, I am. Um, and she's like, it's so nice that you get to be home with Rocky all day and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, no, I have a real job. Yes. It's a real company. We make money. Yes. Like, I'm not just hanging out playing, like, writing blogs on my laptop They think this is just a day. hobby. Exactly. Like, no, I make real money and the tax, I get real taxed from it. Like, yeah. I buy real things with it. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times people look at working from home or owning your own business. It's just like this cute little pat you on the head type totally. of thing. Yeah. It's like, that's so nice that you can do your hobby while you're at home. Yeah. It's like, no, bitch. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Totally. Um, <laughs> so, you know. That's kind of the ugly side of all of it is feeling lonely, feeling like a, you know, imposter <laughs> and feeling overwhelmed, never not working. Um, what are some of the things that you've done to kind of combat the downsides? So I try to stick to a routine as much as possible. Yeah. I know I love having the flexibility of like, oh, I can make up lost time on the nights and weekends if I need to. I just did that yesterday on Sunday. Well, um, my daughter and husband were out, so that's good. But in general, I like to think these are my working hours. Yeah. This is when I work, and this is when I don't work. And I need, when I'm not working, I need to be present with my family because it's such a slippery slope. You answer one email, yeah. you answer another one, and then you're on your computer for three hours. Totally. So doing that, and this is something I don't do a lot, but I try to do more. Um, I definitely feel like I get in these slumps, like just staying in your yoga pants and um, I don't know when I showered last and like I don't even know where my makeup is and then you just like you feel gross. I think something important that you can try to practice that I try to do is get dressed even if no one's gonna see you today. Yes. Like wear that cute outfit or that cute dress or that shirt or whatever it is and put makeup on or do your hair and when I do that I feel a lot better and I don't always remember to do that and it's yeah. just be like well no one's gonna see me today so who cares but right. Well, I'm going to see me, and I'm worth that. And just kind of getting dressed kind of puts you in a different mindset with work. Totally. So that's something I try to practice yeah. when I can. That's one of my biggest things, too, because, like, I know, especially my job being totally on a computer, it's easy to just, like, roll out of bed and open up your laptop and start working on the couch. And so I've had yes. to set real, like, boundaries for myself to where I don't open my laptop until I've showered and put on a change of clothes and done like a bare I've got my bare minimum weekday makeup routine which you're looking at currently beautiful thank you <laughs> but like even if you're changing into a clean pair of yoga pants yes it's just the your daytime yoga pants and your you're sleeping yeah, yoga like pants. you just can't start working in the shit you were sleeping in yeah that's yeah. it's 
it's a small thing that sounds kind of silly. You gotta wear a bra while you're working. <laughs> yes, yes, it's true. And I hear my own personal rule is I do not take the bra off until it's time to put Rocky for bed. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is my like boundaries of what the day is. Yes. And it's really kind of probably seems silly to people who don't work from home. <laughs> but trust me, if you started working from home all of a sudden, you wouldn't be wearing a bra all the time either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think like when people are like, oh, you know, treat your job like it's not real and you can just sit in your pajamas all day. And we do that sometimes. I want to prove that that's not the case. So I feel like I need to shift my mindset to yeah. like act like I was going to go into an office and see people. And it right. makes me feel better because I definitely can get into these slumps of oh, I haven't seen people in a while, and, like, that can get really hard. So finding, you know, ways to pretend like you're going to see people. Even take it a step further, see people. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's hard to do, and sometimes you get really busy or you don't know where to go. Um, I'm actually a really big fan of networking. I'm, like, a weird anomaly. Yeah, I know weird. people don't it's like it. It's not me in the slightest. Uh, it's most people. They, like, dread it. Um, but genuine like good networking I like yeah. and that's something I did when I first started my business I was I kind of had like a partner in crime that I'd go to a lot of these networking events whether it was wedding industry specific or if it was just creative industry specific and getting out there and maybe it's somebody that you've never met before or if it's someone you haven't seen in a long time or you only knew them by Instagram just getting out there and making those like in-person connections yeah and they're just feeling that you're not alone that there's other people that are going through these crazy work things that you're going through too, like really helps me feel like less lonely and more seen. Yeah. Well, and I feel too like um, a lot of people who listen to this podcast are probably in that same boat, you know, so that's really good advice because a lot of creative entrepreneurs kind of get stuck in that rut of working and not going out and seeing people when and thinking like, oh shit, I'm going to lose those hours of mm -hmm. working. Like, and trying to kind of prioritize, but really it's going to help you in the end. Yes. Well, that kind of goes into one of my favorite subjects, self-care. <laughs> um, I find when I'm busiest, you know, like that's just obviously when you don't have time to take care of yourself and that's when you need it most. Totally. So I always make sure like, you know, did I go to yoga or did I, you know, do what, whatever it is, like acupuncture or like anything like that, that makes you feel good. Yeah. I feel like that's going to reduce your stress is going to make your quality of work and quality of life better and therefore make you a better business owner you're gonna be better to your clients so you know just not feeling like guilty of like being able to like just take care of yourself yes. and you know whether that means like getting together with some friends and like seeing people getting fresh air that's something that I've really had to lean into in the yeah. past year because I realize Same. I'm lonely and I'm starting to feel depressed and I'm starting to feel anxious I have to take control of this, and it's it's vital to my business to take care of myself. Right. Yeah. I my mantra for 2019 has been you can't pour from an empty cup. Yes. And it's just it's so true. It's like I am a better mother. I'm a better you know business person. <laughs> so I'm gonna say it. Like when I when I take care of myself and I take those breaks and that rest and make sure that my mindset is in the best spot it's gonna be. Yes. Yeah. So just recognizing when you are feeling lonely, when you're feeling a disconnect from people, when you're maybe like, like talking on and rambling to your partner too much and you feel like <laughs> maybe they're not listening. Maybe you need to find somebody that's going to understand that. Yeah, we need to start like a support group. <laughs> I know. Yeah, definitely. I do have 
we were talking about finding community. So like those in-person connections are so important, but I have like one stationer in particular that is my person. That's like awesome. she's my work wife and she's in LA and I'm in San Diego. <laughs> so we don't ever really get to see each other, but we DM prob or text probably every day. Yeah, you guys can commiserate because you're in the same day. industry. Yeah. yeah, and it's like nobody gets this shit except for us. Yes. Like nobody understands and you need to find that person. Yeah. They can be your pacing partner and they can be somebody that is going to understand your business unlike your best friend or your mom right. or your partner. People, that they'll listen to you fit and they'll be like, oh, that, that's, that sucks. But, you know, this person's like, I have been under that same deadline. I've had that yeah. same kind of client. I've had that same issue with that paper and that printing, you know, and we get it. And yes. having that, like, feeling like you've been validated and heard is so important. So even if it's somebody that's not in your immediate community, just having that person to turn to for advice and to vent like yeah. I feel like has been I don't know how my business would survive without having that person yeah for sure and I I know with Taylor and I you know she's the closest thing I I have to a co-worker even though mm -hmm. we're thousands of miles apart because she's up in um like the San Jose San Francisco area but she you know she obviously since we're in the same company together it's us running the show she understands exactly what's going on and when I complain about something that nobody else would understand you know about yes. like oh my gosh well the PR person for this partnership blah 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 like the other people would be like that means what? nothing to me <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so it's like it's it is helpful and for me too with her she is different we're a very good like yin and yang like we call it the she's the visionary I'm the integrator and she's really good at forcing me to break my bad habits and to take breaks and to do stuff because she focuses on that a lot. And so I think it's good to have that person, too, who reminds you, like, hey, close the fucking computer and yes. go smell some air. <laughs> Wait, we can say fuck on this? That's all. Have you not listened to the podcast? This whole time I've been holding back saying fuck. I'm feeling a little offended. I am, too. That you've never okay. listened to the podcast before. <laughs> I do, but I, I didn't remember that you guys said fuck. We need to... Okay, we're stopping and starting, starting over. over. <laughs> we're starting fucking over. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite word. <laughs> uh, that's why I love you. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, I mean, healthy habits for me are, like, fresh air is the biggest one. It's so stupid. Like, but it's so crucial and so easy to forget. And drinking mm -hmm. water. Mm -hmm. I have an app on my phone that reminds me every 45 minutes to drink water. Give me that app. It's, I think it's called Drink Water. Perfect. Genius. <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes. Um, but, because I literally will just work and work and work and work and not drink water and yes. not eat anything. And then 3 o'clock will roll around I'll be like, why do I feel like shit? Yeah. Oh, because I'm dehydrated and starving. Yeah. Well, it will be all the times it comes to me, it's like 2.30 and I'm starving. It's like, oh, well, I never ate lunch. Well, I made yeah. it this far. I'll just make it to dinner. Right. And I feel like shit. Yeah. I totally feel like shit. And, and I feel like if maybe we're in more of like a routine office where maybe you have to clock in and clock out and take yes. your lunch break or if you're like on an hourly pay or if you're in an environment where the culture is, let's go out to eat. Hey, yeah. hey, Taryn, like... We're going to go, you know, to this place to go eat. Come with us. And you stop and you go. But you don't have anybody to remind you. Right. Like, whether it's getting an app or setting an alarm to remind yourself to eat, eat, yeah. eat a healthy <laughs> snack, drink some water. Yeah. A um, girl cannot live on almonds and cold brew alone. Trust me, I've tried. <laughs> I've tried to. <laughs> 
Um, but you know, thank goodness for the internet because apps are very helpful for this kind of crap. I'm, I'm literally going to download that app yeah. after we it's finish. Good. <laughs> well, if you listen to um, the last episode, the first one I did by myself, I talk about kind of batching. And mm-hmm. if you implement that practice into working from home, it's easier to take those breaks because you have them kind that. of divided up and it's like, okay, well, I have a 20 minute set break here. I'm going to eat something. Yeah. Um, and I find that to be one of the most helpful. And just like allow yourself to take those breaks. Yes. To and take not feel that guilt time. about it. Yes, and not feel guilt because we feel like there our plates are so full and we have so much to get done. Yeah. And you have to get it all done. Allow yourself the, the twenty minutes to go outside and get some right. fresh air. To to go and get some lunch, make some lunch, whatever it is. Like, allow yourself to take those breaks. Yes. And guess what? The work will still get done. And, and you'll feel so much better. The world will not stop. It won't stop. Because you took a 20-minute break. It won't. Yes. That's the biggest thing I struggle with. I'm like, what if I'm not there? Nothing is going to get done. It's like, yeah. well, guess what? It, it's fine. It's, it's okay. It's still going to get done, and you're going to feel nourished. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody wins. I have this app, too. Um, the Calm app. I have like yeah. Two meditation apps. I have Headspace, and I have the Calm app. But I like the Calm app because they have a mindful walking program and so like you pick like 10 minutes 20 minutes whatever however long you want to walk for and it's just like guided like almost meditation but while you're taking a walk and so it's like stop and look at the trees it's very kind of almost cheesy but I really like it and it makes me happy (laughs) I might have to go all right you gotta tell them about all these apps I will I'm gonna (laughs) put them all in the show notes and resources up the wazoo hashtag not sponsored we just like these apps I would take the but like also like sponsor us (laughs) but also Headspace I know you're out there what's up (laughs) slide into my DMs Headspace what's up So one of the biggest things that you and I both talked about is the importance of routine because when you're working from home, that routine is, I think, what helps keep you sane personally. And also it helps in setting those boundaries to where it's like people know, okay, I'm not going to respond to your emails at 9 p.m. Because when you open up that door, you can't close it. Mm -hmm. Like when someone knows that you're looking at your phone and you'll respond to emails on your phone at any time of the day, they're going to start that. Yes, a thousand percent. So... What I would like everybody else to do who's listening to this, who works from home, is to map out your work um, from home routine and then kind of pinpoint the areas where you can adjust or shift them to help you feel better. So if you're like, okay, well, I'm working for five hours straight here and not taking any breaks, like figure out where you can put those in because they really will help you and figure out too, like, which of these cons am I struggling with the most? Am I struggling with the loneliness? Am I struggling with forgetting to eat? Am I struggling with never not working? Figure out what the biggest one is and then figure out a way to tackle it. Find your community. We are at an awesome place right now called You Belong Here. Can you talk about it? Because I don't really know too much about oh, it. Oh, yes. I would love to. <laughs> it's um, it's a space called You Belong Here in San Diego. It's female-owned by two amazing ladies that I am have the pleasure of being friends with. And it is a communal event co-working space. It's quite small, so it's not going to be like your bigger co-working spaces which I like which I like too um so it really feels like a family here um it's a lot of female-owned businesses which I love it has a podcasting room specifically for recording podcasts which we're obviously in right now (laughs) there's a, a private meeting room and they put on a lot of different events here for the community. So there's lots of cool stuff. It's kind of this awesome urban community catch-all space. And so it's really great to be a part of it. And so I am a member here. And I, I became a member here. I pay monthly membership fees. So 
um, I can use the space to meet some clients in the meeting room, but also just to get out of the house and yeah. have a change of scenery. Just like we like going to coffee shops, you know, you kind of get that, but you have that guaranteed space. And then on top of that, I'm with other entrepreneurs or small business owners that are in the similar boat as me where they just like to see people every yes. now and then. Yeah. Well, and so for me, I, I know it's easier to pop into coffee shops and stuff like that, but a lot of your work you probably can't carry along to a Starbucks, right? Yeah, yeah. So definitely. do you bring it here or do you more do like admin stuff? I do more like emails and proposals okay. and then design. Anything I can design on the computer, I, I'll work on that here. But anything like invitation assembly or calligraphy, I keep all that cool. all that at home. Filming videos for yeah. your, your summit. Yeah, I filmed my summit video here. If anybody is interested in stationery, <laughs> just quick shameless plug, Stationer Summit is coming up. Go to my Instagram, at Twinkle and Toast, to learn more. I won't talk about it more here. Well, I mean, you're welcome to. <laughs> okay, it's a quick, it's a quick, just quick rundown. It's um, it's going to be an online virtual summit that you can do from home. You get access to 18 different courses taught by different industry leaders and professionals in the stationary industry and so I am teaching one of those classes. Which so one? It's um, a class about working with multiple print and paper vendors and sourcing your vendors to work with because if you're starting a business you have no idea where to get any of that. Yeah so, that sounds valuable as hell. Yeah so if you were starting a stationary business right now. Which I'm going to. I'm which you are. You're doing where right would now. you get your stuff printed? Um, Michael's. Perfect. So you should definitely take my class. <laughs> so it's just it's stuff. It's it's just differently like nuanced top topics like that where you're not going to be able to necessarily like find in a book. Okay. So it's just like those weird things of That's starting awesome. a business in the stationary industry that people don't tell you about. And Again, we're telling you. the internet is awesome. It that, is. that even exists. It's crazy. <laughs> it's amazing. That's great. Well, I'm really excited for you that that's coming up, and I'm stoked that you were able to do this with me and be my guinea pig for being my first I guest. I am so honored to be your first guest. <laughs> um, I know we have many years ahead together when our children I get married, know. so I'm we so... do the invites when they get married. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> okay, absolutely. No, you guys, we're not kidding. They're like a match made in heaven. We're like not trying to force this on them, but it's but it's happening. Are. But also we are, but like it's not forced because they like it. They are so freaking cute. <laughs> so cute. I, so I cute. can't even. So cute. Um... We're just going to have to work on our schedules and make sure we get them in, like, the same elementary school, Perfect. middle school, high school, yeah. and then just, like... Make this shit happen. By the happen. time they get, like, Should 18. we, like, book the wedding venue now? Like, is, you know, yeah, like, locking those 2019 could. prices for 2040 or... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Well, you can probably get a discount. Will we still be alive industry? by then? Where we're all country be by then? Let's not think about it. That's a whole other podcast <laughs> <laughs> other day. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so Taryn, where can people find you? You can find me on the gram. You can <laughs> slide into my DMs at Twinkle and Toast. Um, I'd love to connect with you. I actually really like the two-way conversation that we can do on Instagram, so definitely reach out if you want to find me there and see some of my work and learn more about what I've been up to. Nice. And as always, you can find me over at Pretty OK Podcast, Pretty OK AY, um, on Instagram, and then prettyokpodcast.com for show notes and resources and all those apps I talked about today. Um, and then make sure, if you can, to go give a lovely review. Talk about how awesome Taryn is on <laughs> iTunes or Spotify or, you know, whichever radio frequency you're listening on. <laughs> <laughs> but so thank you Taryn for being here thank you and thanks you guys for listening we'll see you at pickup tomorrow <laughs> yeah <laughs>
Meet you at the tree. Awesome. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.